Welcome to Why Not Us Podcast. Man, listen, it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Y'all already know what it is. The life of a DJ entertainer with DJ Freaky Freaky Ragtop. You already know the vibes, you know. So, um, how are you feeling today uh, mentally, Mario? What's good, man? Mentally, I am doing good. I say I'm recovering from a great weekend. I'm ready to. I'm ready to do it all over again. Hey, you do something every day. Like, when are you off? Oh, I'm look. I'm looking forward to. I just had some th- some downtime. Um, yesterday, believe it or not, I was my first day completely off. I didn't do no work. I didn't do nothing. I just enjoyed the Fourth of July, and I, I really had a great time with the family and friend. My family. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, so tell the people what we'll be discussing today, Mario. Well, one of the things I want to discuss is I had I had a couple of things that happened last week, and I wanted to address some of those things, and then. Um, then it's simple, like simple things. Like one thing I want to talk about is our DJs in Fayetteville. Um, we have a lot of great DJs in Fayetteville, and we really these DJs. I'm telling y'all now, y'all really need to work on your marketing skills because I had one customer call me just to verify um, one DJ, and I actually had to go in do because I I've heard of him, but I didn't know much about him. But I had to go in do some homework. See who he was, do a kind of like do a social media scrub on him, um, call a few other DJs, just let the customer know, okay, yeah, he's legit. Because the one question the question came up was um the price was too good. Um, the price was extremely too good. And I was like, Well, okay, yeah, that's a good deal, but most likely that means he's a starting DJ. Because when I first started off, I was only charging $250. So this DJ was kind of kind of right around that same price. And it was for a wedding, and I said, "Well, you know what? Let me do some homework. Let me check in on him and see what he's all about." And after doing my homework, I found out, okay, he's a legit, legit DJ. But you got to most of these DJs; they really need to put their information out there because if it's hard, and that I mean, not only talking about just DJs, I'm talking about vendors as a whole. A lot of vendors are scared to put information out there on who they are and what their business is all about. And it makes it harder for customers to to check to actually hire you. Um, now that's just word of mouth. And that, and on the bad side, I had a, I mean same situation. Had a customer hire try to hire somebody um, word of mouth, but come to find they weren't legit business. So she had to wind up going with a different vendor because they weren't a legit business. Like you can't find out at the last minute that oh this person can't cater a hundred people when they like oh yeah they only cook for five of us so how's he gonna cook for for a hundred so same thing with a dj is is you want to know like say if this dj's never done weddings before or you have no proof of what his or her pop um what they're capable of then it makes it harder to get hired and then at the same time, and the reason why I stress this because like me, I'm uplifting all vendors, all DJs, because it is it has an impact on the industry. Okay. If, if you get one bad DJ out there that's making it bad for all of us, they make us all look bad. So as a DJ network, we come together and we have to make sure that when someone's asking for a DJ for their wedding, even though I'm not doing that wedding, I don't want that wedding to get messed up. So when they ask me, well, do you think this DJ is legit? 
first thing I do is I have to go, let's say, let me do, let me check into this person. Let me see what he's, what they're about. Because I don't want these DJs out here making it bad for all of us. Because right. it has happened before. I mean, it's happened before where a DJ has showed up, has a history of showing up late for events. Um, and so, it's, believe it or not, it, he was late for a wedding and it messed up the wedding. So the last thing you want to hear is about a, a DJ doing bad things because then it makes us all look bad. Same thing with vendors. I had one vendor um, pretty much, I'm going to say this because this is old. I can say this, but there was a caterer that the customer hired, but none of the other vendors, we never heard of this caterer. Mm. So we were like, okay, this caterer, we never heard of this caterer, but she attended the meetings, she was present, and she talked a good game. Well, the day of the wedding, she didn't show up. So she took these people's money. It was like 30, it was like uh, almost over 3,000 something dollars. And they took their money and didn't show up with the food. So the wedding planner, which was uh, Vivian, um, Vivian pretty much, she came in. I call her 911 because mm -hmm. she's always come in and fixed stuff. She, she actually called another caterer, had the food there. And the guests didn't know that they catered down me, all the vendors knew, and then the customer knew that the caterer wasn't there, but the guests didn't know. And that made a big difference. And so what I tell people is you got to do your homework. You really have to do your homework to make sure you get the right vendor. Or um, in this case, let's say the right DJ. Uh, and that's that's one of the biggest things is go through, check them on social media. Somebody, and again, I don't know how many times I got to keep saying this to my business owners. You got to get a Google listing, a Google page. It is free. It is easy for customers to see who you are, what you're about. You can have a Facebook page that helps. But if you don't have something that's solid, that shows your work and what you're capable of and your services, it just makes it harder for a customer to find you and use you. And so that was a very unique phone call that I got. Um, the phone call was like, said, hey, this is the DJ I want to hire because they wanted me, but I was booked. Um, of course you are. <laughs> so, so they they pretty much someone told them about this other DJ. And, you know, I did my homework, looked into him. And he's legit. But the thing is, on his social media, he had nothing to show that he had did weddings before. He had stuff where he did concerts. He did all the, I mean, he he's a good, I mean, big time DJ. He's done a lot of big concerts throughout Fairville. But because he didn't show that he has done weddings in the past, it's hard to, it's hard to sell. Okay, all of clear blue, now you want to do weddings? No, you have to, you have to show your work. You have to, like, a lot of people want to see that. And then, like, now, back in the old days, you know, back in the days when you apply for a job, you had to put down three references. Yeah. Okay, social media has pretty much replaced the references when it comes to being as a vendor or as a business owner. So if you don't have a good presence um, on social media, you're not going, in most cases, you're not going to be hired now that you're using word of mouth. But I just really want to stress to people that you take time out to, if you own a business, take time out to show people what you're about. Show pictures, show your work, get people to do reviews. Um, it's critical that you actually advertise what you're capable. Now, a lot of people, oh, you know, I get it. You know, you don't want, 
IRS to know that you're in business. And that's what happened a lot, a lot of vendors be. I mean, it'd be some great DJs out there, but they're just doing it as a side gig. And so they don't want IRS to know they're making this little extra money. Well, my thing is this. If you're in the business and you're serious about the business, you're going to do the right thing anyways. If you ain't serious about it, then you're going to do like, say, so you go, okay, keep it, keep it to you do what you think is best for you and your company. But it's sad to me where we have some outstanding people out here that have great talent, but they're scared of IRS. They're scared to put their information out there and they might have good reason for it, but it's just that it comes a point in time to where, I mean, when I'm getting phone calls to verify if you're a legit business or not, that's kind of sad. I mean, it is really sad because like I said, I went and looked at this um, gentleman's page. I mean, I was growing up. I'm like, wow, this dude, and then listen to some of his mixes and stuff. I said, this is a great DJ, but he's not properly advertising himself. He's not properly putting his stuff out there. He's not properly marketing himself. And like I tell people all the time, I have no problem sitting down with with you as long as you as long as people have the time to do it i'll sit down and show you how to market yourself for free i won't charge you for it but that's what's going on for our industry is that we have some outstanding decorators caterers um dj i mean entertainers band i mean all of them out there but they don't advertise they don't tell people who they are so word of mouth Okay, word of mouth is good, but if there's no no way of verifying that, then it's a bad thing. Because like once it, it might work for one person, but it might not work for you. That's true. That's that's, true. that's 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 just a quick message on that one. And then my last one, I'm tired. I'm so sick and tired of seeing this. Microphones, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a class on how to hide hold a microphone. Um, when you are talking on a wireless microphone and you have to hold the microphone, that microphone needs to be at least at the same level as your shoulders. Depends on how your shoulders are designed on your body. They need to be right up, right there where your shoulders at that same level, or I should say right close to your neck or right around. Now I'm not gonna say eat the microphone, <laughs> but I'm gonna say keep it close to your mouth. I, I see one more person. Hold the microphone way down to their belly. Your belly's not talking. You need to hold the mic close to your to your mic or to your mouth. And I think that's what kills me is that people, oh, can you turn the microphone? No. Because as soon as you put it up, it's going to volume is going to increase. So that's why I tell people all the time with the microphone, please. It drives me crazy. Hold the microphone at least at your shoulder level when you're talking to it. And I mean, y'all gonna laugh at me, but like, just next time you see someone using a wireless microphone, see where they hold their mic at. They they hold it down to the word. I guess their belly gonna do all that. Their stomach or the belly gonna do all the talking. And no, you the, the reason of the mic is to hold it to your mouth so people can hear what you're saying. Anytime a DJ or a um, sound person has to adjust the mic because you're not properly holding the microphone, then the next person picks up the mic and then they put up. Then all of a sudden it gets real loud. So then we got to adjust it. And that's one thing we try not to do is go back and forth with just the microphone. It just everybody needs to hold it. Now, if it's on a mic stand, then most of the time you have to worry about that. But I'm telling y'all, y'all killing me with holding the mic. 
<laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it because I just these last couple of weeks, um, or these kind of couple of weekends, I keep seeing it, and I say I have to address this issue. I'm actually going to do a diagram and hmm. post on social media how to hold a microphone because people are like, oh, well, you need to go ahead and turn up the volume on the mic because we can't. Okay, how about you don't let your stomach talk, bring it up to your mouth, and then people <laughs> can hear you. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> yo, not let that's, you that's just, that's just something that I see all the time, and I, I like this past week. I think I struck a nerve because um, when you're outdoors, if you can really hear a difference on the microphone, I mean indoors it's a little bit different, but outdoors when you're trying to talk on the mic, if you're not holding the mic, you won't hear that person. So just quick. Again, just a quick adjustment, make it easy for the sound person or the DJ that's controlling this, the volume for the mic. So what would you tell an individual that's a great DJ, but um, marketing isn't up to date because they are um, afraid of IRS? And, you know, so what would you tell them just to take this? I would say that if, if they don't, if for some reason they're trying to avoid IRS or whatever the case may be, <clears throat> that they need to have some way or some method for people to see the type of work they do. Like, like, like again, I have a, I have a pamphlet that I, I should say a presentation that I give my customers. Um, regardless if you're, you know, I always give a presentation before you sign a contract and it shows all my work. It shows my setup. It shows the different weddings. It shows the different type of events I do. Um, so like something like that, if you're trying to keep you, you're not trying to use social media, that's fine, but you need to have some type of method of showing your customers your work. Okay. Now it's up to your customers to believe this actual work or not, but that's where you have to really take time out to put apart a packet that shows you're capable of doing weddings, doing birthday parties, doing, I mean, sometimes like I said, social media in all the right places. If you have video clips, let's say you have a YouTube channel or you put video clips on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, that helps. Because like with this young, young gentleman, he did have video clips on his Facebook page okay. and on Instagram. So then that would let me go back and see what he can do. Um, but he didn't have anything on weddings. So that, that made it a little difficult to sell. But my thing is, like I tell people all the time, just because you DJ on one platform doesn't mean that you can DJ on another platform. Some DJs can do all platforms. Some DJs only can do certain platforms. So it's good to show your customers that you're capable of doing all platforms, especially if you're advertising or you're pushing to do events. Because what caught my attention was the price. And I was like, wow, you know, that's a good deal for the price. And then skill set, he has a good skill set, so he'll be okay as long as they provide the right information or he knows the proper format on how to do weddings. Okay. So, well, that's good. So, how do you select the right DJ for your event? Like, how do you select the right DJ? One of the biggest things people need to do is sit down, not only with the DJ, but with all your vendors. And you need to, like with me, I give a presentation to where I'm interacting with the customer and I'm explaining to the customer how I operate. Take time out to find out what it is that DJ is going to do for you. 
see how that DJ is going to, he or she's going to fit into your vision. A lot of people, they'll just choose a random, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, people will go through some of these sites and they'll choose a DJ, not even talk to the DJ. They'll go through a company or something like that, hire a DJ and never even talk to the DJ to the day of their event. Um, that to me, that's risky because then if you're hiring a DJ and you have no idea who this DJ is, how are he or she going to interact with, when it comes to deal with you? How they're gonna know you are that person? You are that you are the bride. You are the groom. If you never take time to talk to them, I did that one time where I never met the customer, and I showed up to do their wedding, and it was the most awkward and strangest feeling for me because to me I want to have that relationship with my customer, to where I can interact, or I should say I can interact with them, and I know what their vision is. Uh, most of the time. If you're just dealing with like uh, the coordinator or the planner and you never meet the customer, then you're just like, it's like you're just going through the emotions, um, the emotions of doing somebody's event. And that takes away that, that really personal feel to how you're impacting their event. So don't be, like I said, I tell people all the time, take time to understand who you're dealing with. Just don't hire somebody and, oh yeah, they're just going to play the music. And come to find out, they, they probably have a lot more to offer than just playing the music. Okay. But a lot okay. of customers, they get into the thing where they just want to hurry up, do the fast, what I call it the fast food way of hiring people, um, hire them up real fast just so they could do an event. And then come to find out, they might not even have the right vendor or DJ for their event. See, that's, you know, people don't really take that in consideration because they, um, Sometimes they're just looking for the easy way out, like you were saying. But like when you're trying to host do an event, it's very important to know the people that's going to be a part of your event, especially a DJ, because people love entertainment. So if you're gonna hire somebody and you don't really have that much information on it, like you didn't do your homework really. You just out here just doing whatever just to hurry up and get a quick fix like you said so that makes sense to actually do your homework so you'll know and um you know yeah i'm learning yeah. a lot and that's one of the things that like even let's say for a venue um i've had customers that just find out they can't do certain things the day of their event like i what what blows my mind is people just think that they can just pop up with alcohol at a venue um, people understand that when you're dealing with a venue, you have to have an actual license or permit, alcohol permit, in order to bring alcohol onto most of these locations. And in some cases, you even have to have insurance or security guards if you're having alcohol events. But a lot of people don't know. They just assume they're just going to show up and do these things. But they really need to find out. Just like an open flame, you can't have candles at some venues, but people will show up and say, okay, I'm gonna put candles on a birthday cake. You can't do that. If it's an open flame and some venues have a policy to where you can't have an open flame. A lot of what most of what happens most of the time, um, what, one of the biggest things that happens a lot is a person will go out, hire a vendor, DJ, and not read the contract 
And when they find out, <clears throat> like on my contract, um, I don't play dirty music. If music has um, like cuss words or profanity or is this inappropriate, I'm not going to play it. I make sure I, 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 it's actually in my contract in two different locations. And then in my presentation, I stress to people. So if you're looking for that DJ that's going to play that hardcore club music, I might not be the right DJ. But if you don't read that contract or pay attention to what they're saying, then you know it's it's a lot that goes on with with an actual DJ and their capability and their skill set. If you're looking for that club scene, you need to look for a DJ that shows um, either on a social media or something that they do clubs. If you're looking for a DJ <clears throat> that does weddings, you want to look on their social media. You want to see reviews of how well does this DJ do at a wedding. Those, those are ways to where you're just you're showing your skill set. It's like you have a digital resume of who you are as a vendor, as a DJ. And so, like with me, no matter what platform you go to, it could be my Instagram, it can be my my Facebook page, it can be my Google page, it can be my um my LinkedIn. It gives a complete rundown and samples of everything I've done. A lot of DJs, all you, I mean, even if it's a video clip of, of people dancing on the floor, is you're just showing how your people, how the people or guests are responding to how you DJ. And that's why I highly recommend that you video record your sessions, your your different events, just so people can see different samples, just so people can understand that you're capable of doing it. Let's say, for example. If you just hire a DJ, like let's say, what's that little crazy um, the website that, that goes through and you can just hire um, select DJs off the thing based off of their profile? Okay, that profile, anyone can make a fake profile. Mm-hmm. So it's like if a person has history, especially if they say they've been DJing for five plus years, it should be easy for you to see their work. But a lot of DJs, like I know, I know, like at least there's about 100 DJs in Fairville that are extremely great DJs, but they do not advertise. They do not show samples of what they're doing. They prefer to rely on word of mouth versus properly marketing themselves. And that's where the change, and it's not all, and again, DJing is not about all about money. But if you're not properly marketing yourself, I don't care what business you're doing. You're not you're not gonna make the money that you can really make. If you market yourself, that's where that dollar sign changes. That amount, those zeros behind that dollar sign will change based mm. off of your marketing style. If you are the experienced DJ, show that you're the experienced DJ. If you're inexperienced, it's gonna reflect in your social media platform. Or I should say in your marketing. So Take time to properly marketing. Like this one DJ, this one gentleman, he came in and he's just because of his marketing methods, he's picked up all these DJs to work for his company just because of his marketing style. So marketing, no matter what you do, especially if you're trying to be your own boss, you got to know how to market yourself. Yeah, and it's good that you know you would teach people how to market, you know, market themselves. Um, like you know, you helped me, um, you know, about doing the Google business and you know, 
um, helping me with my uh, Facebook, you know, my Why Not Us podcast page. So, yeah, people just got to understand, like, if you really want something, if you really want to be the best version of yourself and whatever you do, you have to put the work in. You just can't think it's going to magically appear. No, you have to put yourself out there. So, and, and ask. You have to ask. Right. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And I think that's where people get taken advantage of is that people don't have the, the magic thing in a business owner is time management is if you don't properly manage your time then you're going to find yourself spending money in areas that you don't need to be spending money on and that's where a lot of that's where your actual operational cost comes into place to where you're spending more money just to make up for time but if you have proper time management you won't spend that much money and that's where marketing is all about time marketing is all about time management and how to properly understand who's your target audience. Um, those are things I learned, and that's a, that's one thing I stress to people is it doesn't hurt to go get a little education on what you're doing. It's like me, I, I went back after I got into this business, I went and got a degree in event planning. As a DJ, event planning, that really helped me understand the whole operational, how everything comes together. So that makes me a better, my, that makes me, my brand, a better product because I understand the operation. Having that educational background really does make a difference. There's yeah. nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong being street smart, but you got to have some book smart too in order to be successful. Oh, because yeah. You must- might be, because think about it. Listen to like, like, think about it like this. You hear about all these people that are successful rappers and singers, but because they don't have that book smart to maintain that money or how to invest it. They, you hear about them now, like you hear about them working at McDonald's. They're a successful woman. The next minute they're working at McDonald's. What happened? That that comes from just having a little knowledge on how to how to actually survive in this business. Yeah, because you, you become knew- an easy target. People can take advantage of you if you don't have a little book smart. You can be street smart all day long, but you got to have a little book smart, too. You got to have a lot of book smart. Nowadays, um, you do. You, I mean, with technology, the way things are changing, you got to have a lot of book smart. Yeah, you most definitely got to. I just feel like, you know, street smart, book smart, you know, you got to be savvy and understanding the business side of things. Um, You know. You have to be well balanced. You have yeah, to be well balanced. Or, or yeah, because you got to, whatever you want to do, you need to have expertise in what you're doing. Right. You and know. See, me, as a DJ... I know the DJ inside. It was the the industry side that I didn't understand, and that's the reason why I went and got my degree. My little it's nothing but associates degree, but it was good information. It was good knowledge for me to be able to go understand the whole event planning. Mario, uh huh. Don't don't say little. That's still a degree. Don't don't minimize that degree. No, no. I just I was it's a joke. It's it's a oh I but it's still. You right. got your degree, and that's what it is. Your you got your degree, period. Right, right. Okay. And I mean, that's why when I say it, it's a, it's an inside joke. It's All like, right, well, it's not okay. degrading it or anything. It's just no, because that degree. I mean, <laughs> honest, that degree um, really gave me a lot of knowledge to be who I am now as a DJ entertainer. Exactly. I mean, that degree. I mean, I'm gonna tell you like this. I learned a lot of valuable information. 
um, start getting that degree. I mean, that's right now. I, I mean, I know what right looks like. Yes. And see, that's the biggest thing is once you know, because like in this industry, in the event industry, everybody goes by what other by other people say. And if you don't know any better, when I first started this business, I pretty much was going along with if someone tells me this, okay, that must be right. If someone tells me it's right, but it's nothing like going to an educational some system mm-hmm. and getting the proper education on what you're supposed to do. It's just like a lot of stuff I learned, like, for example, like in that degree, I learned when you go into a room and you're setting up for a room, where would you set up the head table? And why is that important? Um, normally, you set up the head table in the area towards less traffic and very visible for people to see them from all angles. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll put they'll they'll put them by, let's say, the bar. That means there's too much traffic going on or they put them by the door where as soon as somebody comes in, it interrupts what's going on. So. That degree helped me understand how everything is supposed to come together. I even learned like food services. In that degree, I learned the proper way of how food is supposed to be handled. So it's like, to me, as a DJ, do I need to know all that stuff? No, but it made it easier for me to understand how the whole vision of the event is supposed to come together. But so, that's what it's about. That, right. That's exactly what it's about right there, being able to understand everybody that you were working with you know what i'm saying right. and, and that that's everything everything that you just said made sense so right. you know about food and you know about planning for the event you know where the head table should be you understand that no traffic should be over there by the head table everything that you learn because of the education because right. your expertise you feel what i'm saying but you right. took you took the initiative to go get the education so that's everything right and that's why I say it's nothing wrong with, and that's what I say. Again, when I say little, I was not trying to be little my little social degree, but I'm just saying that. Mm-mm, and you said it's little. You better say it's a big, a big degree. Come well, my on, my big degree, right? Big energy. Let's go. Stop but, playing with me, Mario. <laughs> but the biggest piece is that you have to understand the whole concept of how you fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, the more pride you take in your work, the better your product is going to be. Yes. Um, I take a lot of pride in my work. I put a lot of effort and time into my work. So it's kind of like before, like I said, when I first started, I was charging 250 because I didn't know. I didn't know that I'm thinking 250 is a good thing. And in the industry, that's not a good thing. So as I started to develop more information about how things are supposed to operate as a DJ, how, 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 how am I the most important, one of the most important factors on the success um, of, of the event? That's that's one of those things to where I'm like, okay, when I first got started, okay, I'm just a guy playing music. As I started to learn and develop myself, I started to understand, no, I'm a critical portion to this venue or mm-hmm. to this event. And I need to understand how I can make it better. I understand the vision. Like, do, what type of wedding do you want? What type of things you want to happen? At wedding? What are you expecting? What is your objective in your wedding day? Those are questions that, as a DJ, that makes me a better DJ because I understand the vision of the customer. And that's what people need to take more time out. Don't take it as when you're your own boss. You are what makes or breaks your business. If you treat it like work, it just be work. 
But if you treat it like a professional platform that you're supposed to be or that you want it to be, then that's what it's going to be. Because me, I wanted my platform to be up here. I don't want to be the right. So when I start to rise, rise up, those prices start to rise up with it because my knowledge and expertise is now I want to be paid for. I want to be paid for what I'm contributing to it. And then, I'm again, a lot of people still say I'm not charging enough. But to me, that I'm sad. I'm sad. The hardest thing for me when it comes to doing an event is setting up and breaking down. The fun part is what I after I'm getting set up, I'm DJing. I'm enjoying that. I, that's like I love that part. So, you know, some people say, OK, yeah, I could charge more. But I'm like, uh, well, I'm just charging for the labor of setting up, breaking down. And then the other stuff, that's the fun part. So I'm a, I, I'm having more fun than they are. So it's like one of those things to where you you pretty much you value your skill set. Yes. And you and if you value your skill set, you're gonna make yourself better. You're gonna yeah. do things to make yourself better. And that's Education what it's about. Learning. That's what it's all about. That's exactly what it's about. Continue to add on and add on but you in the lane by yourself like you are a video dj like you like you a video dj man so you came up with this whole concept you came up with everything and you were in the lane of your own you understand what i'm saying like so that's amazing in itself like you're in your own lane it's only one of you yeah, and I think that's one of the things I, I hope and pray there's more people that catch on to that concept because technology is making it easy for us to do more for the customer. Um, and I think that's the biggest piece is that, like, if I'm going to have a station to where I'm in a primary area to where I can capture everything, then why not utilize it to, to, to make things better for the customer? And I tell people, I go back to my experience as a, as a, um, as a groom, 25 years ago, I mean, I look back at that 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 time where I got married, and I tell I tell people this story, but it's funny, but I always say I had a boom box on my DJ, and I put together a mixtape and I put in that boom box, and that was the music we had for our wedding. So, and then like like then I find out that we have a video, someone did video. I find that out here. There's 25 years. I just now hear find a tape that showed our wedding that I didn't know about. So I'm looking at all those different things to where now when it, when a person gets married 10 5 10 15 20 years you want to look back and see what was it that was so special about your wedding day man you do you really do you so know what I'm saying? Like, and so if you have one person that's willing to do that for you don't get me wrong you'll have to pay a lot of money you know for professionals you're gonna pay for that photographer that videographer but if you have someone that has a concept to where they understand the importance of having pictures and having video of your special day. I don't care if it's a wedding, birthday party, anniversary, retirement. You want to be able to look back at that when you get older. I mean, I was like what twenty, what twenty, twenty-five years old. So like, yeah, I was twenty-five when I got married. So now I'm looking at twenty-five here. I'm about to turn fifty. I'm looking back over the years and I'm looking over pictures and videos of everything I've done. So being a video DJ, that just makes it easy for you to go back and look at those memories. That's everything. That's everything. So Mario, so what advice would you give someone um, that's about to get married in selecting the right DJ for their wedding? Like, what advice would you give? What pointers would you give the couple um, that's about to get married? What 
one pointer would you give them in selecting the right DJ for their wedding? The biggest thing is don't wait till the last minute. Um, that, I'm going to say that because that's what people do is they wait till the last minute. You should be looking for a DJ venue vendors at least 12 plus months. So I would say anywhere between 12 to 18 months out from the date that you want to get married, you really need to be looking for a DJ. Um, a lot of people that I get a lot of phone calls, they're looking for a DJ within three months of their wedding day. You're not going to get the DJ you want. You're going to find yourself selling for a DJ because you waited to the last minute. Everyone knows in this industry, and see, the thing is the customer doesn't know this, but the actual wedding season it starts in April and it ends in September. People are actually booking their stuff the very next year prior just so they get a good deal and they have a larger selection. So that's the first thing is time. You know, time is against you. If you wait till last minute, you get last minute results. You have to settle for a lot of stuff. So that's the first thing. When you're looking at your DJ, look at their skill set. Look at video clips if they have video clips. Look at pictures. Look at reviews. Look at who they are. Now, if, again, word of mouth, if you have a lot of people that are saying a lot of great things about this DJ, um, and it's not just one person that they're saying, I mean, again, word of mouth is always a great thing, but you want verification. You want pictures, you want video clips because your vision, that DJ might not fit into the vision of how you want things to go down at night. So do a lot more social media research. Like when it comes to venues, I tell people all the time, if you can't find any reviews or any information on a venue, you might want to dig a little bit deeper on that, that venue because social media is going to save you if you do a prop your homework if you actually go out and do your proper research into these some of these things is don't get to the point where you go out and you find a venue and they have a history of where the ac stays broken in the hottest point of the month or hottest season i should say in the um, summer season um a lot of people they don't pay attention they don't go to social media biggest day it says on social media ac does not work in the summer got like 50 something reviews that say it but because they didn't do the homework, they got there. It is they spent all this money on the venue. Um, another thing is is that people have to understand is the more people you put into a venue, the higher it's going to get. So I don't care. You know, those are things you have to really do a lot of homework when it comes to venues, when it comes to DJs, when it comes to is there's so many different things that people need to do research. You can't just jump out here and start putting stuff together. Now, if you don't care about taking care of your guests, then, hey, that's a different story. <clears throat> and then I'm going to say this. Uh, outdoor events. I, I, I just thought about this. When you're doing outdoor events in a hot summer, really think that one through really clear. Because a lot of people don't understand is when it gets hot, and you got a DJ, and nobody's on the dance floor. Nobody's gonna get out there and dance. Like, if you're hot, let me just ask this question: If you're hot, 
Are you going to get up and dance? No. You're going to try to sit as still as possible to stay as cool as possible. Yeah. So yeah. I tell people this stuff. So when you hire, you do something outdoors and people ain't dancing, it's because it's hot. If the venue, I'm going to say, I'm going to take it even deeper. If the venue is hot and you got a DJ playing all the right songs, doing everything possible to get people to dance for, when I tell people as a DJ, I automatically know if it's 100 something degrees. I already know people ain't gonna dance, so I'm just gonna play more so music to entertain the people because I already know I'm not I'm not gonna work my butt off to make people dance when I know they're not gonna get up. And I tell people this all the time: it's like when you put yourself in an environment where your guests are uncomfortable. There, I mean, and it's like it's funny because like, even on some of the video clips, you can see they'll get up, they'll dance, they'll get hot, sweaty, and they'll sit their butts down quick just to cool off. So when you're thinking about doing these outdoor events and you're thinking about doing these things in a hot venue with no AC, just keep in mind, don't get mad at the DJ when they don't dance. Or now you might see some things where I see one time where people took off their clothes and started dancing, which was kind of funny to me because I understood they wanted to dance, but it was just too hot. So they had to take some layers off just so they can have a good time. Yeah, because... I'm not dancing if it's hot, so you you absolutely right about that. But you know, Mario, I appreciate you uh, always coming to the platform, always educating us. Um, it's a pleasure to always have a conversation with you, and you know, letting us know what what the life of a DJ entertainer is all about. So you know, everybody, we come up here every Tuesday. And, you know, I appreciate everybody that tuned in this morning. We'll be back um, next Tuesday, of course. Um, peace and blessings to everybody. Y'all already know. Mario, first of all, let the people know, before I go, let the people know how, how they can get in contact with you. You can get, 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 once again, you can get in contact with me. You can easily find me. If you just Google DC2DW, all my information will come up. Um that's the quickest way to find me. Um, my email, my phone, all that stuff is there. My phone number, 910-261-1518. But again, if you Google DC2DW, you'll find me, you'll find all my work, and you'll see my skill set. So, hey, that's me. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. We'll most definitely be back next week. So it's peace. And, and listen, me and Mario got other things planned for y'all as well. Y'all don't even know <laughs> what's in store for y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all continue to stay tuned and peace and blessings to everybody. All right.